right, welcome to Coffee with the Counselor. I am Tanya Barber, school counselor at Star Elementary. I'm Andrea Lawless, the school counselor at Flat Rock Elementary. And I'm Anna Farr, the school guidance counselor at Star Island Middle. And we'd like to welcome you today. Um, we are very sad that Robin Richardson is not here today. She's the guidance counselor at IVA. And it is a crazy busy time right now with state testing, IEP meetings. So she was unavailable today. And we are excited for Ms. Farr to be with us today. Today we are talking about transitioning from elementary school to middle school. Um, we have three elementary schools that feed into one middle school. And so we really wanna prepare our parents for this transition um, and talk about that today. But before we get into that business, we always have to talk about our coffee cups. Um, today I'm sporting a blue with floral design coffee cup that says be happy. This was a birthday gift from Miss Hatcher. So shout out to her, thank you so much. Uh, I have a coffee cup that says we are stronger than we feel because at this time of year we are very busy and wonderful things are happening and our emotions can run high and sometimes we don't always feel ready for all the endings and new beginnings but we are stronger than we feel. That's right. So this morning I am representing the Grove Station 18 fire station tumbler that I got for Christmas. My husband's a firefighter. And if you're from this community, you will know about the Grove area. Yes, yes. Good old Grove. Good old Grove yes. out of the country. So back to our topic, we are talking about transitioning from elementary school to middle school. And that is a big, big transition for our kiddos here in our school district. Um, middle school starts with sixth grade. And so about two or three weeks ago, all of our fifth graders went and toured Star Iva Middle School. So they have seen the, the middle school. They have seen um, a PowerPoint presentation. Um, they were so good to send us some good videos about some of the extra things that they have going on, um, some of the classes that they can take as sixth graders so that they could choose that. But we want to focus on parents and getting some information to them. And so, first of all, one of the things we think is important for you parents is to talk about the key people that you will need to just know who they are when they get to the middle school so that if something happens, you know who to contact. So I'm going to turn it over to Miss Farr for a minute, and she's going to tell us some of the key people to kind of keep an eye out and know who to contact if you need assistance. Awesome. Thanks, Tanya. Um, yes, it's very important for us to know who our key people are. Um, our principal is Adam Coates. So you will be hearing his voice a lot throughout the sixth grade school year. He does a robocall every Sunday evening at 530. And so that's always good. That's going to tell you everything that goes on um, at school that week. So that's the first key person. The second key person for you guys to know is Miss McCurley. Um, she is our assistant principal over in over discipline of all of our sixth graders. And so she is the um, contact person for anything that you Hopefully you don't have a lot, but if you right. have concerns in that regard, Ms. McCurley is your contact person. Um, we have Ms. Wilson. She is over instruction, and so if you have any questions about instruction, she is your person on that. Um, and then we have Mr. Moore, and he is over our bus discipline and on our bus issues. So anything that you have related to the bus, you would contact Mr. Moore. I am the school guidance counselor there, like Tanya said, and I deal with students' name, last names A through L. And then we have Mr. Jordan, Mr. Dylan Jordan, and he is also a school guidance counselor with us, and he deals with students' last names M through Z. 
Um, our another key important person is our nurse. Yes. She's always very important. It's Rhonda McGuffin, um, and she's up front um, in the front office with Mr. Coates. Perfect. Sounds good. And all the students were able to meet these people when we took our tour and put a face to a name and hear from them a little bit. So um, they have had the opportunity to meet them, but they may need reminders. Right. too. And so I know that this summer um, or first of August, you have a tiger camp mm -hmm. um, and at the tiger camp, that's they'll probably be able to put a face with a name there, too, as well. Do you want to talk about that for a minute? Yes, we're really excited to have tiger camp back. Um, back excuse me we haven't had to have it and so we'll have tiger camp back it'll be in august um and it is set up for another opportunity for a transition it usually is in the morning um, you'll get a postcard please make sure you like our sims facebook page and it will be on our website um, you may want to make sure your student can come, either a grandparent can bring them, or if you can get off work, you bring them. It's usually for about two and a half hours in the morning in August, usually about that first or second week. And we really just let the kids get their schedule. We allow them to tour the building so that they are comfortable knowing where their classes are. And um, that's a really neat time just to ask any additional questions that you have and just get, let the students get familiar with the building. That brings up something to um, parents. One thing to do, um, I know everybody has Parent Portal. You do your registration through there, but you know, I know lots of times addresses change or phone numbers change. So before you know midsummer, I would encourage you to double check your Parent Portal page. Make sure you can still access it. Double check the address that is associated with the student, the phone numbers, because that will be how a lot of people get information to you regarding the tiger camp for sims um the robocalls that they send out um again she talked about the social media pages star of a middle school has a website just like all the elementary schools do they have a facebook page also so they do push out lots of information on those two pages so really make sure that you have already liked that during the summer so that you're getting up-to-date information okay and if you have moved recently or changed your phone number or anything like that, make sure that you contact your school office and update that information too, so that when those postcards come out, then they will come to the correct address. Yes. And if you haven't already downloaded the Anderson 3 app, that's something else that we encourage you to do. And inside that app, each school has some information as well that you can access. Yes. So what can you do to get your kiddo ready for Star Iva or, I mean, really any middle school transition, but what can you do to get your student ready for um, school in the fall? Um, I think there's lots of things that we can do um, to prepare. One thing is if your student takes medication, um, is to make sure that's updated. You go to the doctor this summer, um, get any kind of refills that you might need for the beginning of the school year. Um, there is a form. Um, those forms don't transition over to STAR IVA, I don't think. So if a student takes medicine now at STAR, Ms. McGuffin will need a new form. And those forms can be accessed online on any of the school web pages um, by going to the nursing services link. And you can find the form that um, is required. Um, the doctor, I think, has to kind of sign off on them taking that medicine. But make sure you've got all that ready to go for the beginning of the school year so they can start fresh with no hiccups on the first day of school. 
That's right. And as Tanya mentioned earlier, we do have three schools that are coming together into one middle school. And so relationships are very important to rising sixth graders. And I think as a parent, it would be a great idea to go ahead and start talking to your child about friendships and how important it is to maintain the friendships that we already have, but to recognize that they may not be with their friends in their classes in sixth grade and remind them that they're going to be around a lot of new students that they probably have not met before or maybe have only seen here and there in the community and just let them know that it's okay to make new friends and talk about ways that they can do that and even tries to blend the old and the new friendships together because I know that that is going to be very important to them at the middle school. And I know that just in talking with my fifth graders, that's Mm -hmm. one thing that constantly comes up is, well, how are we going to be put in classes and will I be with just star kids? And, you know, I, I, very quickly tell them, no, <laughs> you're not going to just be with star kids. That's There's right. going to be a good little mix of Iva students, Flat Rock students, and star students blended into almost every classroom. That's right. Um, so I don't know if you want to touch on, on that just a little bit. Sure. Um, so our classes are very blended since we have those three schools coming together. Um we do um, have certain levels and we do look at our data from our state scores um, just so that we can make sure every student is met where they need to be with their instruction um, so we do have you know our gifted and talented classes and our honors classes and our accelerated classes and so we do look at that information to um, help us make our schedule because our goal is to get our students ready for high school and so we have a very systematic approach to mm-hmm. our schedule and we give a lot of props to miss wilson for that because she puts a lot of thought into that um, yeah but like andrea said just you know getting your kids acquainted um with even other kids that if you know if you have opportunities i know a lot of kids are on rec ball teams um there's a lot of things you can do to you know go ahead and be talking about that because it is i tell all my middle schoolers i met one of my very best friends in seventh grade um we really did not know each other very well she was an iva student i was a star student um lynn dickerson y'all may know her sweet um but yeah she was i met her in in seventh grade and so and we have been lifelong friends and so we tell the kids hey look you might meet your very best friend for the rest of your life that you have an amazing connection with so it's a great opportunity just to say hey it's a fresh start it's a new beginning it's a way to have a lot of fun so we're looking forward to this school year i'm so excited about it i want to tell you parents like your children were so amazingly well behaved when they came over for our tour i was so impressed all three schools the children were precious and i just appreciate that um, because that is so important but um yeah just be talking about those transitions we do have two lunches um, and two recesses and um, so that sort of limits some of the contact that they can have as well but yeah we're really looking forward to it yeah and i think that's a good point to bring up is is how to kind of encourage those relationships, old or new, mm-hmm. um, and just be supportive of your kids when they come home and they're talking about the new friends that they've met or, hey, I got to see my old friend from elementary school and just be supportive of those new relationships as well. Um, just to um, add on something else about front-loading things and prep for middle school, as I know that all of you are kind of familiar with most fifth graders, they have their Chromebooks and they have Google Classroom. And as they transition over to middle school, 
Um, as an elementary student, they usually have Friday folders. There's usually a newsletter from the teacher saying when tests are and things like that. And so some of that does kind of disappear a little bit. Um, they don't have Friday folders at the middle school and some teachers um, don't use the Remind app or the Blooms app or things like that. So your student really needs to kind of start thinking about what works for me in that aspect of how do I keep up with when my assignments are due, when I have a test, when I have a project. So over the summer, I would encourage you to look at agenda systems or calendar systems or to-do lists. You know, do they like a notebook like that? Do they like a calendar system? Do they want a, a piece of paper that goes in the front sleeve of their binder, which reminds me kind of the old Avid days when Miss mm -hmm. Dodd had Avid. I remember Ty, he had a slip of paper in the front and he knew how to write all that stuff down yeah. though. So talk to your kids about, hey, I'm not going to get an agenda every week like we use, are used to. So you've kind of got to have some responsibility about making sure you know when the test is or when a project's due. This stuff is always on Google Classroom. However, as a parent, right, my kids are older. We didn't have Google Classroom then, so I, I'm not sure how to access it, but both of these sweet ladies do. <laughs> but I also know that you can access Google Classroom on any device. So if mm -hmm, he forgets right. a Chromebook you can hop on your phone or your laptop and access their Google Classroom so that you can see when things are due. So that's one thing to kind of just ponder on this summer is how can we get our kid to be just a little bit more responsible with when things are going to be due. Right. Um, and we have those discussions a lot because it is a huge change. Mm -hmm. um, and looking at a Chromebook system is very different than looking at a Friday folder. Mm -hmm. And I had to learn how to do it. Um, because I have kids there and we have students there um, and there's you know different formats that teachers use to put the work out there and so but we're always open to parents even coming in and us helping them with that I've done that many times um, but your students are actually very awesome at technology mm -hmm. and they they may act like they don't want to tell you something but they know how to access all of that and so you know you guys can sit down and take a look at those google classroom formats also i tell every parent download the power school parent portal app it is amazing it will even send you notifications on things like absences and when grades change um, that is how i keep up with my high schooler and you can download that from your app store and a lot of times assignments are front loaded. So you're looking at things that are going to be coming up in the future. And then you can also see what they're missing. One thing to know is we do allow kids to make up work. Usually they get about halfway through the nine weeks. And we usually put makeup days in our system um, so that students can make up work and not receive, you know, zeros. That's, that's great. great. Yeah, that's good. To <laughs> that's know really too. nice. And, and I, I do lunch groups with my fifth graders. And so I'm loving hearing some of this information so that I can front load that information throughout the school year next year to help prepare kids. Because that's what a lot of my lunch groups are talking about is how do we get ready for middle school? You know, I've been trying to prepare them as much as I can, but right. my kids haven't been in you know, school in a while. And so, you know, it has changed a little bit. Um, and I appreciate you guys putting so much time into that because we put time into it as well. And so that's awesome that you guys are having those conversations about that. Well, we, we think it's important um, that mm -hmm. they're prepared, just like you prepare your kids to go to that transition to high school. I feel like it's just equally important to transition and, and teach them what to do and what to expect as they go into middle school. So um, 
let's talk about another little thing um, that can come up. And it's very minor, but at the same time, it's important because we dismiss kids a little differently at our elementary schools than they do at the middle school. The car line t- parents just get a little bit ready for a little craziness because it is a little crazy, but it's controlled craziness. It is controlled um, craziness. But just be prepared. Don't go in thinking you're going to have one or two lines like you might at the elementary schools. Um, it's, it is a little bit of a difference. Yeah, and about one week you'll understand the system. Yes. And it, honestly, <laughs> it really only takes us about 15 or 20 minutes to dismiss probably about 200 children. Right. And so um, there is, it looks crazy, but there is a lot of organization to it. Yes. And so you will learn that. It'll take us about a good week to get that down, but yes. then you'll be a pro at it. I'm just preparing you. It does look a little chaotic in the beginning. It was something I had to to get used to as well. But let's talk about bus riders because that is something that is a little different from the elementary school. Like we just say, okay, bus riders, go get on your buses and they know where to go. But that's not how they're dismissed at the middle school. So Ms. Farf, you'd like to do that for us? Yeah, sure. It is a lot different. Um, We are dismissing a lot more students. Um, So what we like to tell our middle schoolers is, you know, know what your bus is. And they're very, it's very different because we call the community or the former school and the number. So if you um, live in the Flat Rock community, your bus is going to be Flat Rock 1 or Flat Rock 2. Same with Ava or Star. So the student needs to know the area and then the number. And at the end of the day, Mr. Moore is over calling buses and actually it might be Mr. Coates for next year but he is going to call the buses and the students have to listen for their bus number and when their bus number is called then they go to the bus parking lot and they get on their bus so there is a little more responsibility Mm -hmm. um we do have students that have been left um and it's not a big issue we call home we get them there um but they do have a little more responsibility in listening for their bus and knowing the bus name and the bus number mm-hmm. that's a good point to make all right i think another thing to talk about is maybe some of the activities or they're not called activities we call them related arts, related arts. Them special area we call them all kinds of things we do yeah. <laughs> um, but talking about those other classes that the kids can take as sixth graders right so our related arts we do have a list um and you parents probably saw the sheet that miss wilson sent home um we want your input if you want your students to be in certain um, courses like strings excuse me strings chorus and band because those do require money and commitment um money doesn't have to be an issue because we do have instruments to provide um but we want the students to know and the parents to know there are commitments like concerts and things like that that they'll have to be available to come to there are not many but they are part of their grade um and we also want to put out there that if you do sign up for those we want you to stay in them at least a semester before you decide if you don't like them because really you need to give it a good try so we have those three that are year long Okay, because we're learning, you know, we're learning something that takes a while. We also have Apple Art, which is year long, and we have robotics. And those are kind of already, kids or students are usually already signed up for those. Um, They're working with their guidance counselors in their schools about those classes. Um, Then we have... these classes are open to everybody we have gateway to technology we have a computer class where they're learning more about the google classroom um, applications we have a tech class where they're learning more about coding that's with mr masters we have general art general music and exploratory spanish which has been a huge hit this past year and then we also have interactive science 
Um, Duly noted that we have two related arts periods. We have second period and fourth period. In that blue sheet, if you took the time to go over that, Ms. Wilson explained that our um, second period is also called academic enrichment. And that is based off of where your kids may need some help academically. So we feel like they're, you know, need some help in um, ELA or math, then their second period will be an academic enrichment. And then fourth period will be their related art. Okay. But um, there are two periods in there that are non-core. Um, for the students and so they do have you know some really nice space out breaks mm -hmm. for their day yeah that sounds great that sounds really good so do we have any questions for Ms. Farr do we feel like we've kind of touched on some good things for transitioning students um, you know I feel like you've done a great job thank you for sharing all that information the only um, other thing I would say is you know we have a lot of families who this may be their second or third child coming to the middle school so those parents probably feel very comfortable with the changes that are going to take place but for first time parents having middle schoolers for the first time do you have any advice for them Andrea's putting me on the spot. I'm so sorry. It's just that, you know, I, as I talk to my parents, the ones who haven't had a middle schooler mm -hmm. yet, they get just as nervous oh, as yeah. the rising fifth yeah. graders. So, I mean, I think good anything. advice, I think good advice to be is mainly just around, for our females, um, they are very so into their friends you know i have a boy and i have a girl right and my girl is just so much more about her friendships and her socialization and so i just say you know really just talking with them about things are going to look a little different and that's okay mm -hmm. um i really think without thinking about responsibility and being able to advocate for yourself as a student if you have like concerns that. about a class you know making sure that they can speak with their teacher um all of our teachers emails are online and that is going to be the first way to communicate about okay. Anything going on in our classes, and we are always available for any questions. Um, I feel like we have an amazing leadership team, um, mm -hmm. and they're just great about getting back with parents. But the main thing is, is that we're there to love on them, just like elementary schools, um, middle school kids are fun, they're energetic, and we're just happy to have them. But you know, just the advice is, just if they have any issues, please don't tell them. Just don't hesitate to reach out. Please tell them that because um, we're here to help and make this transition very easy for them. And that's something I think we even deal with, too, is making sure that the student knows, hey, if something's going on, you got to tell somebody. Mm -hmm. Just like we, I mean, we tell them that right. all the time, but you got to talk to somebody. Email your teacher if you don't feel comfortable walking up and speaking sure. to them because that's hard as you're getting to know a group of four, five, six new teachers and you, mm -hmm. you're transitioning throughout the day. So email them if you need to or email Ms. Farr, Mr. Jordan, and, you know, contacting and communicating with the teacher is the most important first step, um, whether it's a grade issue, a behavior issue, anything mm -hmm. like that. And then once you've done that, and Ms. Farr and Mr. Jordan are amazing about making sure that they are available for the students, so utilize them as well. But we're excited about sending our kids to you, Ms. We Farr. Are. We've got, I think all three of us have a really good group. We have, at STAR, we have a large group. Um, so we're sending you about 80 precious babies. Oh, that's a large group. It is a large group. <laughs> and I'm so impressed, and I'm so excited for just like a normal year. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping the kids are going to be energized. We're going to be doing things all out this year. So we're super yes. excited. Yes. Well, before we close, we would like to say 
happy Teacher Appreciation Week to all of the teachers here in Anderson School District 3, but teachers anywhere that are listening. Thank you for all that you do for our students. Um, Thank you for working so hard. So hard. The dedication that you give our students, and I think Nurses Week is about to start. So to all the school nurses, thank you for supporting not only our students, but the staff when we need a little assistance too. I hope you've enjoyed Coffee with the Counselor. Um, This will be our last podcast for this school year, but we're looking forward to next school year and some new topics. And we thank you for your support and your um, enjoying our podcast if you check them out so thank you for listening thank you so much and thank you miss far for being part of this today i enjoyed it thanks for having me thank you for listening to our coffee with the counselors podcast produced by anderson school district three if you have questions for our counselors or suggestions for future topics visit acsd3.org to contact our counselors directly